AMA 50 KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. I'm Gary Duncan. This is the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our Moment of Faith with Pastor Doug Nicely. We are the messenger of good news, KFUO AM 850 here in the St. Louis area. Good afternoon, Doug. Good afternoon, Gary. We're uh, taking a look at the second article of the Apostles' Creed today. Right. If you've ever heard somebody confess that confession, you know that that's the long part of the creed, Mm -hmm. and it basically tells you the whole story of who Jesus was and uh, what he did and and all the other things that are a part of his life. But as I learned in recent years from the study of St. Paul's letter to the Romans, the New Testament never gives you a doctrine without explaining to you what it means and how we live it out, and that's certainly true for this article, too. Let me start out by giving you a little bit of background here. Uh, We could reduce it down to one sentence, and that is, I believe that Jesus Christ, true God, begotten of the Father in eternity, and also true human being, born of the Virgin Mary, is my Lord. And that's from Martin Luther's Catechism. He also has some interesting comments uh, elsewhere about this, and, and let me read them for you. If you are asked, what do you mean when you say, I believe in Jesus Christ, respond, This is what I mean by saying this, that Jesus Christ, true Son of God, has been made my Lord. How? He has freed me from death, sin, hell, and other things. Uh, Before this, I did not have a king or lord, but the devil was our lord and king. Blindness, death, sin, flesh, and the world were our lords, and we served them. But now they have been expelled, and in their place, Christ is given. He who is the Lord of righteousness, salvation, and all good. So what he's trying to say is that There are basically two ways of thinking and living, and really thinking is an important part of it. Thinking can cause us to be deceived over and over and over again, instead of listening to what happens to us from the outside, and that, among other things, is what God's Word is all about, and the heart of God's Word is telling us about Jesus. Yeah. I know this sounds something like a children's sermon. (laughs) When you sit down with kids in the front of the church and you ask them a bunch of questions, most of them figure out after they've done this a few times that if you don't know the answer, the answer you give is Jesus. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But, But there's something more to this. What Jesus has done makes him a different sort of Lord and King, or if you will, in our time of presidential campaigning, a new type of president. Here's what St. Paul says in Romans 5. For while we were still weak, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For one would scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since therefore we have now been justified by his blood, much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. While we were his enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son. Much more, now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by his life. More than that, we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. It could have been that God could have just seen the plight of human beings and yelled down from heaven, you're forgiven, loudly. (laughs) But I'm not really sure that would accomplish the same thing as Jesus shedding his blood for us on the cross. I know that's an unpopular thing to talk about because people don't like to talk about shedding of blood. But remember, that's part of the Old Testament covenant. Do you remember Passover? Uh, the children of Israel mm-hmm. the blood on uh, were the, spared. On, because of the mm-hmm. blood on the doors. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this would be the firstborn in every Jewish family. Right. And they had to kill this lamb 
in order to spare the lives of the firstborn in these households. The Egyptians didn't do that. The firstborn of all those households died. So it, it has to do with and and real someone, quick, real quick, looking forward, that lamb was uh, looking forward to the the lamb that we know as Christ from right, that time he's forward. The lamb of God mm-hmm. who takes away the sin of the world. Right, and that's the heart of the second article. Let me read it real quick, okay? The second article is, I believe in Jesus Christ, his holy son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there he shall come to judge the living and the dead. That's the whole second article there. Right. It's a, it's a doctrine. It's a teaching. But it's, but it's something we can use every day to remind us that God chose to save us when we couldn't save ourselves. So um, the ruler that we have is one who gave his life for us, which is a very unusual thing when it comes to how we understand rulers. Uh, and that's the reason why the good news of Jesus is just so upside down in a world that thinks that everything that is authority and power comes to us from the top down. The kingdom of God brings us the authority and the forgiveness from the bottom up. And those at that time didn't really completely understand it either, even though Christ was teaching them that. When uh, no. when he was crucified, they were taking a line from Elvis Presley. They were all shook up. They were. Um, and, and you see, one of the things that's important to remember is that what really makes this work isn't just Jesus' death, because there are a lot of people who died. But St. Paul says in Romans chapter 15 that Jesus hadn't risen from the dead, we, we'd have no reason to have faith. Right. Can, and, and that's a part of the story, too. What about the descent into hell? What was that all about? Ooh. Was that to there proclaim are, victory? Well, yes, it would be to proclaim victory. Basically, he went down to hell, which is where Satan was. And remember, Satan in the book of Job was the prosecuting attorney uh, before the throne of God at one time. And basically, Jesus said to Satan, you lost. And then he rose again. So without the resurrection, we we would have no faith and no hope. So so that's the uh, that's the good thing about the gospel. It gives us authority in a way that we couldn't understand it from any other teaching. Anything else? Let's uh, have a little word of prayer here. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Lord, give us cause forever to lift up our thanks and praise to you, for without your grace we would be lost forever. We pray in the name of Jesus, our Lord who has set us free to follow where you lead us. Amen. Amen. We're the messenger of good news worldwide at KFUO.org, or you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash KFUO radio, and here in the St. Louis area on AM 850 KFUO. Thanks very much, Doug. You're welcome, Gary.